Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your chunk. I'm Doge and... Let's chunk out of here. That's a real quote from this movie attributed to Brian O'Connor. He says the phrase, let's get out of here. And Rotten Tomatoes says, that's a quote that we want to put on our website for this movie. Okay, excellent. And I'm Carter and I'm back. And all I have to say is, stay the hunk out of my way. Mm. Nice. Hey, Carter, uh, I noticed that you said you're the hunk. Yes. Yeah, tell us. Guys, and this is a true story because I'm, spoiler alert, I haven't told many of those on this podcast. But this one's real. Okay. So I was gone last week. Yes. Y'all were Ant-Man and Wasping. And as you yes. said, I was in the, the quantum realm. The quantum realm. Yeah. Sure. Ended up in Oxford. Wow. So I was in England. A shoe. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I was in a shoe. Smelt amazing. Interesting. <laughs> Leather. Um, And so I'm kind of walking around. I see some of my buddies and they're walking on the other side. I'm kind of really just exploring Oxford. Long story short, I'm walking through a little church cemetery, and this old man walks by that is a spitting image of someone. I'm not going to spoil it yet. Okay. And I say- When you say spitting image, you mean like exact. Looked exactly like this guy. Okay. And so I say, Mr. Scott? Mr. Scott? Yeah, that's what I said first. Okay. 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 And then I'll kick, I kick myself later, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I said, Mr. Scott? And he said, why, yes. And I was like- your movies have been so influential in my life oh my and gosh. some of my favorite sci-fi <laughs> movies of all time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he said, really, which one's your favorite? And I said, alien. Oh my gosh. And he said, one of my favorites too. Goodness gracious. Did you guys hug? <clears throat> no. Do you have his cell phone number? I do not. <laughs> you would call him right now. This was, and here's why I kicked myself because I did not call him 
Sir Scott. Right, sure. Because this was Sir Ridley Scott. Oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. Director of Alien, Blade Runner, The Martian recently. He did uh, Gladiator. And so he, he legitimately is one of my favorite directors. And so when people were, yeah, I think a lot of people say, how did you, I don't know how you would recognize that guy. He seemed like he didn't think anybody would. Super <laughs> casual, had like shorts on, like a light pale yellow we walked back from where, where we had had dinner, and he was still in that cemetery, just sitting on a tombstone, drawing. What the heck? What? The most eclectic, strange thing. <laughs> and I just immediately went to IMDb and was looking for what's his project right now. Like, is this going to, yeah. is there any kind of influence he would what's pull he from on? there? But I wish I could have picked his brain more, but I was way too intimidated. So, yeah. two questions. Yeah. One, was he nice? He was very nice. Okay. He was surprisingly nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Question number two. How positive are you that this wasn't just some crazy hey, homeless guy? Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Like, if it was, good on you. Because that's almost as good of a story. Yeah. yeah saying really. I actually met Ridley Scott. Yeah. Uh, granted, he probably is not listening in right now. And no, is like, I don't if know. You are, we're, we're, we're Sir pretty, Ridley Scott, if you are listening. We're pretty huge. You can no, contact I'm us through. fake Ridley Scott. If that's oh, who he was. Yeah, just laughing at real, me. Real or fake Ridley Scott, uh, whoever you might be, you, you can contact us at twochunksandahunk.com. Send us your pumps and dumps about Alien. Have you seen it? Have you seen <laughs> it? Check it out. Have you seen it? <laughs> so um, I've been working on something. Okay. Uh, I have a new, uh, an honorific for all of us. Okay. Something that I'd like for us to go by for a little bit while we're still talking about the Fast and Furious Let's series. Let's do it. You're familiar with, uh, of course, the international music sensations, the Jonas Brothers. The I'm Brothers sure. Jonas. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, you know, if I had to throw out of a hat who would be who, um, I'm going <laughs> to go with uh, the obvious choice. I'm Kevin. Sure. Kevin Jonas. Yeah. Uh, Carter, you're Joe. Yeah. You're Joe Thank Jonas. you so and, much. Uh, hang on. Doge. Hang on. I have no idea what the third one's name it's is. It's Nick Jonas. Is, I was going to say Michael. It's, but Nick, no. <laughs> it's Nick Jonas. He's he's the cute baby one because you're the youngest. Yeah. And I'll so, be the cute baby one. Uh, I would <laughs> like to submit for uh, approval. <laughs> Changing our titles for this episode to the Coronas Brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I'm Kevin Coronas. I'm Joe Coronas. And I'm Michael Coronas. (laughs) (laughs) The third Jonas Brothers. The third Coronas Brothers. Coronas Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. uh, I think some some of our cool songs would maybe be like, I'm hot. Put me in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm a yep. beer. Yeah, yes. exactly. and I should be yeah. drinking cold. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know. And then yep. uh, uh, maybe like <laughs> I've been to the year three thousand. Uh huh. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. was drinking Coronas. Yeah. 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 So I think, okay. You know. Yeah. I think yeah. It'd be, um, there's a, a deep well here. Yeah, I like that a really lot. Really, just dive into. I like yeah. that a lot. I'm so already I'm pulling glad. a lot of family influence in our music. Yeah. I think that'll be too. And I think that's important because nothing. And because I mean when nothing. you're here, you're family. <laughs> because <laughs> the Coronas Brothers. When you're here, you're, you're family. family. Come try the tour of Italy. <laughs> oh. Tour of Italy. Dom Toretto is a traditional Italian name. I just, you need to know in my head right now, all I see are basically any picture, like stock photo I've seen of the Jonas Brothers, but 
subbed in bottles of Corona, yep. but like with their hair still. <laughs> yep. And, yep. Like, and like the, the vest over yes. a, a white t-shirt yes. kind of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So <laughs> camp um, rock, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. And that, that's cool. Um, because we can at, through camp rock meet a good, a close friend, Demi LaBottle. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. This is the bottle. This is great podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <right now. laughs> yeah, well, before we jump into, uh, this movie that we're going to talk about. Sure. Sure. I think it's been a while. Oh yeah. We need it to, has been. We huh? need to shake the rust off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you're talking about. We need to take a trip over. Oh, to Jordan Wonder's Car Corner. Welcome to Jordan Wonder's Car Corner. Jordan Wonder's answer car related crazy questions. I've got a question. Yeah, please. So, if Brian O'Connor. Sure. So, let's do an anal- analogy. Yeah. Finish this for me. Okay. Brian O'Connor is to downhill juice. Right. As Dwayne Johnson is to blank. Uh, great question. <laughs> Easy answer. <laughs> Uh, muscle milk, muscle milk, muscle mm. milk. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of muscle milk, yeah. Tell me about it. I remember when we had discussed about how the baby car. Sure. I'm gonna just say it was in my mind. I don't think this is a phrase. Suckles the teat. Yeah. yeah you, is that real? Got, yeah. yeah. Okay. It is now. Do you understand how it? Okay. I it do. just sounds weird. So I saw that happen with one car, and then also a train. Is that like cross contamination? Like, should that not have even happened in the first place? So, uh, a lot of people think that it would be, you know, against the laws of nature, an abomination, it that kind of felt stuff. like it. Really what it is, you know, if a car is a mom, if it's a mommy car, then what would a train be? It's obvious. It's a doula. So, the train is a doula, one uh-huh. who delivers the babe. And so, all the doula was doing was letting mommy car rest and get her strength back up. Oh, and my so gosh. she stood yeah, in to feed the baby. Thank sense. you, Dula Train. Thank you, Dula Train. Let's do another analogy. Dula <laughs> Train sounds like a, like a French cover band of trains. Dula yes. Train, or someone who got hit in the head really hard trying to say two chains. Dula du- du- Train. <laughs> they call me Train. They call me Dula Train because I got Dula Train. Uh, Follow up analogy. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson sure. is all muscles and sweat. Mm-hmm. What is Dwayne the Rick Johnson? Dwayne the Rick. So, so let me let me get this straight. Yeah. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson is mm-hmm. all muscles, yeah, and sweat. What sweat. if he went by the Rick, world's biggest action movie star, Rick Johnson? What would he be? Uh, Dwayne the Rick Johnson would be all bubbles and debt. You see, <laughs> oh. Dwayne the Rick Johnson yeah. has an addiction to blowing bubbles. Okay. Mm, okay. And uh, it's gone too far this time. You have uh, picked, yeah. Putting his family out of house That's at home perfect. due to his bubbles. So <laughs> muscles and sweat, bubbles. Because that yeah. is the most costly bubble form yeah. that we can think of. You know, it's it's really hard. And sometimes he, he springs for those edible bubbles that tasty. Oh. And, Can't uh, afford them. Yeah, man. It's like double the price for bubs. <laughs> double bubs. I'm trying to. Double bubble. That's what double bubble means. I'm trying right. to stay. uh Within my own means when it comes to my bub production. Yeah. So (laughs) Dwayne the Chunk Johnson. So if Dwayne the Rock Johnson was a bird. Yeah. Would he be Dwayne the Hawk Johnson? What if he was a little teddy bear? Would he be Dwayne Ewok Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
For sure. Yep. What if he was a dish that you perhaps cooked some sort of Asian dish in? <laughs> Dwayne the Walk Johnson. <laughs> no, that's just Dom Toretto saying his name. Dwayne, Dwayne, the, Dwayne, walk the, walk Johnson. Dwayne the Walk Johnson. What if you could cook meals under pressure in him over several hours? <laughs> and he was Dwayne the Croc Johnson. What if he just held your peepee while you played football? <laughs> Dwayne the Jock Johnson. <laughs> So obviously, if you haven't figured it out already, this week we're talking about the film masterpiece known as Fast, Fast Five. Five. <laughs> well, because when the movie starts, it's Fast Ive. There's oh, one yeah. F and a little Ast and a little Ive. Hey, stop. No, stop. You stop right there. Yeah, fair Let's enough. talk about this movie. Fair enough. So, uh... Before we jump too far in, I think it's only fair that yeah. we toss it over to Doge to uh, wiggle us up a quick synopsis. Did you say to wiggle us up a quick synopsis? I don't know that there's any way to prove that I did. Okay. Except uh, that it's recorded. So let's, uh, let's wiggle it out, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Woo-woo. Fast Five begins with 40 minutes of unnecessary movie. Hey. 40 minutes in, we find out that this movie is going to be about one last job in which the Fast crew uh, attempts to rob and steal all of the drug money from a big drug guy. Another big drug guy. Because yeah. there are a dime a dozen in the Fast universe. Uh, steal all the money from a big drug guy so that they can retire and get out of the game forever because... Conan O'Brien's going to be a daddy. Daddy O'Brien. Daddy O'Brien. You got to get out. Um, Along the way, they plan a heist. And every character that has ever been on screen in the Fast and Furious franchise returns to take part in this heist. Not every character. Almost every character. All the the ones that should have been there, maybe. Uh, Except for Twinkie. Yeah. And Letty and... uh, Sure. And Sean. What was his no, name? No, no, Sean no. doesn't deserve to be That's in the only illusion I was making. Is Lucas he Black, I still stand by what I said. He should not have been there. Well, and and uh, spoilers, they do. They'd steal all his money, and they all retire, and it looks like the end of the Fastiverse until oh, we get a mid credit scene in which, no spoilers. Eva, in which Eva Mendez returns, and we see a picture of Letty. Okay, that's now spoiler. no spoilers. I didn't hear anything. Same, I guess. So that's this movie. <laughs> so let's talk about it. And and by talking about it, I think the very first thing that we should do is talk about how it opens. Speaking as the resident most recently watched it first, Doge, talk to us. It begins, as all good car movies do, with a heist on the highway. Sure. Uh, yeah, we really pick up right where Fast 4, Fast and Furious, sorry, not Fast 4, Fast right. and Furious yeah, left off. Twi- it's not that hard <laughs> freeing uh, Tom Doretto from exactly. his bus prison. Tom Doretto, uh, freeing him uh, in his big giant quadruple XL jumpsuit. Uh, they free him and then they go on the run. Mm-hmm. And then we pick it up some weeks, months it's later. It's a while later, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a while later. He had to lie low. You yeah. know, it's still it's still adding on to the time that Han has not gone to Tokyo. Sure, yep. sure, making less and less sense for that. Well, you know, gap. the people, the Tokyoans, are not early adopters of technology, right. so it makes sense that they still have flip phones. Yeah, keep those flip oh, phones yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so, in the first few minutes of this movie, we get an egregious use of poorly represented technology on screen. Yep, with these like glitchy video feeds and all this stuff, and it's like, let me tell you. In this, there is a particular newscaster 
who is very uh-huh. nearly my super pump. Purd Happley? Purd. Yeah. The story of that newscaster is that his name is Purd Happley. Oh, <laughs> his final words. <laughs> I, what if I died on this podcast? Oh, that saying, so cool. Saying Purd Happley. We'd be, we'd be the Maybe biggest podcast of all time. finally get a sponsor. <laughs> Another sponsor. Okay, big question about that, that opening, though. How did the inmates not die? When the, how did everyone when the bus rolled four hundred times? Uh, I like point, how was Dom the only one to survive? Yeah, I'm gonna point out that they stopped a prison bus with a car just by slamming on the brakes. Yeah, um, I don't know about that. I have watched enough uh, like dash Con cam air. footage oh, to oh, know yeah. that that's not how that game plays out, friends. Right, right. That car gets a smush. Yeah, we have to. Smush. We have to basically grip. With our strong hands, sure, fueled sure, by sure. massive biceps, we mm-hmm. have to grip physics and just throw it out the window like yep. Dom would. And we certainly do for this movie. Yeah, and if you can do that, it helps because yeah. a lot physics. There, there are multiple superpowers present in this movie that I actually want to go ahead and talk about before we move on to the next scene. Right, um, but I, what I was going to say too, though, uh, yeah, is no, one of the reasons like Dom is okay as well. I think is just. We we talked about it in the last one. He is yeah. a superhero, just He's like basically said to him, a superhero. Like, and and I think if they're buying into it, I'm cool with that. Sure, I'd rather you do that than try and lie to yourself and explain it some yeah. other way. It just sure. it feels like it continues to feel like weird hiccups as this series transitions from like a about street racing to now they're <laughs> saving the world or right, right. stealing all the money from a drug lord in Brazil. Right. Sure, of course, but allow me to paint you this word picture. Yes. The Fast and Furious universe is a slowly built superhero story wherein the main character's main superpower is defiance of the laws of physics. The villains have different powers every round, and this time there is one particular henchman who has a power that bothered me to no end. This is the man who can survive everything. Yep. There is one henchman that we're introduced to in the train robbery scene that's like very Mm -hmm. next. Uh, and he just sort of follows everything You're around. You're talking about Beard Boy, right? Yeah. Do you know what his name is? No. Do you know what his In the name movie? is? In the movie. I do yeah. not. No. You do? You no, do? You I don't. don't. In the movie, I also don't know what his name is. But in the subtitles, uh, uh, the the drug lord guy calls him ZZ. Yeah. Which I think is a really funny name. Sure. For this tough guy. It's a great name. ZZ. ZZ. So you're talking about ZZ. I oh, it is so. ZZ. I think so. I think I'm talking about ZZ. That's and his character name. Here's the thing about ZZ. He defies death at every turn. He sure does. He is at every major event in this movie and consistently the only survivor of a group of like and for five a, plus who die. For a couple of those, I don't know if we can, if we technically have the footage to say that he survived it more, he just showed up at the he end. He just got there after it, it was seems over. Like, yeah. you know, specific, are you talking about the shootout in like the favelas? Completely. And he just walks around the corner. First and like, time I saw He him. goes, and then yeah. just takes off down the alleyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what? And when they just destroy Hobbs' crew and yep, everything. Fine. He's just fine. He just walks up and he's still got all that. All that good black linen on. Yeah, <laughs> yep, he does. So uh, let's let's move to this train heist. Yeah, we have a train heist in which they are stealing cars, and we get the they kind of steal the MacGuffin at this point, which is the sure. car that has the the little flash drive in it that yep. has the location of all the shipping it's a routes. Chip, so, so check yourself. Yeah, um, flash drive. Huge bump this, on this yeah, whole sequence. Yeah, it was real fun. Yeah. Super cool. Real fun. Everything about this was awesome. The way that they like yanked the cars yeah. out onto the trailer. Um, I don't know. What did you guys think about like the tension build at this point? I mean, I dug it. I, I think so. The Fast and the Furious, 
I, I feel like they wish they could say this was like their play is to start off with an amazing like heist or because yeah. they kind of did that at the beginning. Yeah. But then what stinks is I don't remember that in two or three. Yeah. So yeah. it was either there and not good enough or they didn't do it. Yeah. The first one starts with the, the, tr- the they steal like $87 Panasonic. worth of VCRs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the, the next cool one is in four with the gasoline. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When it flipped over. Yeah. So I will say I, this like minute to minute, this scene was very fun. Yeah. It didn't feel like they had enough of a reason to actually be doing this heist because the, their like stated reason for jumping in and helping us steal these cars is to flip these cars and make a quick buck like that. Sure. Right. And that Vince feels, is basically like, and it's I Vince and they up. hate Vince right. and it just feels really, really small time for guys who, I mean, like we've talked about are now at that superhero level of like the world's in danger called Dom Toretto. Like, yeah, right. It feels very small time. And that's that plays into my super dump that I'm sure we'll get to. In sure. Just yeah. a second. Cool. Yeah. I remember us referencing. I think it was in Fast and Furious, the the hunger for Mad Max after seeing them yeah. out in the desert. Yeah. When I saw I mean, this just blew it out of the water. Absolutely. Whatever vehicle they were on to do a train heist. This is the only one that exists. Yeah. And it was built by Tom Hardy. And yeah, yep. I, I do want to talk about speaking of suspension of physical disbelief. Uh, yeah. Um, Band every name. single one of those cars is dead, right? When it comes off the back of that trailer and has in be. the desert on those bumps, none of those cars are like off road, right? Those are like their suspensions. Like, I don't know a lot about cars. Except you for, are the car, I, I expert. the car expert. Yeah. But so you tell uh, me, are those cars dead when they come I off of the train? All of those cars are dead when they come off. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty clearly to me was like, let the car fall, get the shot. Okay, replace it with one that's not destroyed. Here we right, go. Right. Like, I don't understand that. And like the arbitrary switch of like, this one's Mia's car. It's like, but I want it. And then he's like, it suits her better. That was weird to me. I think it's because he knew something was up with that car though. Because oh, that was okay. the car that had the microchip, I right? Didn't, I didn't get that read. I thought. Well, that- and do you think that was that our first allusion to the fact that she might be pregnant? Spoiler. Like he wants her to have the safest car. No, remember it was. Uh, he doesn't know He yet. doesn't know yet. Oh, and yeah. we find out in the uh, the favela home in Vince's yep, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, "Does he know?" And she's like, "No." Okay, no, because we get the scene, which is movie shorthand for a woman being pregnant. She's wiping her mouth after throwing up, like mysteriously leaving a room to go throw up, and then we cut to a shot of her looking up in the mirror, wiping her mouth off, and like she's pregnant. I just want to talk about that for a second. That yeah. trope that caused me about six months of anxiety after getting married. Yep. <laughs> Where yeah. for about six months, anytime Callie was like, "I don't feel good," I was like, oh, "I'm not ready to be dad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just panicky all the Jess, time. Jess has a very weak stomach and routinely feels a little queasy when she wakes up until uh-huh. she eats something. So I've spent the last. Last nearly 12 months about once a week being like, well, it was fun. I guess now I'm a dad. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, uh, I guess let's move on from the train heist and let's start talking about, Oh, Carter. I don't know if I'm ready to move on from let's the train. Heist. Cause you isn't it, you didn't let me finish. Let's move on from the train heist and circle back to the train. Let's move on from yeah, the yeah, train yeah, heist yeah. and keep talking about that train. <laughs> heist. It's like a model train. It just sure, goes in circles yeah. around the um, <laughs> Stanley train. <laughs> a lot of cool things happen, but if we're going to, let's go ahead and jump on the D- defy physics train. Actually, let's jump off. Okay. Yeah. When Brian and Dom. Yeah. Get in this car. Yep. And now Brian is kind of boogie boarding <laughs> on top of this car. 
And, and can I say, thank God that car had a bar on the back for right. him to grab on The awesome, the, like the barely miss of the bridge, like right when the bridge came up, that was crazy. And then they're like, wait a minute. Like these people who plan the, like, okay, let's get a fake safe. Let's build our own, like to scale. This is what the turns are going to be. You think they would have done the research of like, wait, there's going to be a cliff to fall into yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of water. But anyways, that scene, the slow-mo, I, it was cool. I'm not going to say I did not enjoy. Yeah. Yes. That I did not enjoy every minute. They're dead. They're so yeah, dead. Incredibly dead. From that height, that's concrete. Because none of them, neither of them straighten their legs. If no. they're not dead, then their legs are at least full of shattered bones. I'm going to play devil's advocate, even though I agree. The only thing I can think of is the car hit first might have broken the surface tension of the water. And then they land on the car. <laughs> yeah, I would exactly. love to give them that credit. <laughs> yeah, let's sure. do it. But like, there is that moment yep. that he is equal parts point break surfing, mm-hmm. equal parts Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And then like a little bit of Zoolander because he just kind of like looks at the screen and then he's like up there. Like, I don't. Oh, no. Nuts. (laughs) Also, fun fact, that train crash was a practical effect. Yeah, I read uh, Amazon X-Ray told me when I started this movie that Justin Lin apparently had had enough of the backlash over CG and tried to do as much practical as possible. And got to say, all of the effects look very, very good in this movie. It shows. Like, like, I mean, there were some parts where I was like, no, not so much. But for the most part. Like, I bet they didn't jump from that high into water. uh, Maybe they did. It looked kind of green screen to me. (laughs) Um, But like, I agree. For the most part, this movie was like pretty gorgeous. It's time to do it. Well, okay. I wouldn't say that. It looked okay. I think it looked awesome. I, I actually thought the the opening, like I liked the music that was happening yeah. and the soundtrack and stuff. Like the well, not necessarily the opening, but as soon as we see that we're in Brazil, like yeah. all of those shots and stuff, really yeah. like that. They, I'll tell you what, though, they love their drone shots in this movie. They do, and I think this is an appropriate time to go ahead and do a budget update. Okay. Okay. This this has been fun for me. It has to be up. It is way up. It has to be. Do up. we have okay. guesses? So the last two actually, <clears throat> um, Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious were $85 million okay. budgets. What do you think? Do you have a guess for the one for this one? I'm going to go 150. Doge? Budget guess for Fast Five? $150 million and one cent. Oh, oh wow. so yeah, the price, price is right. right. Mm-hmm. It's actually $125 million. Burned you. Mm, so so I was closer. We both, we both lose. Jordan won. <laughs> yep. But so $125 million, and this one made $626 million. Goodness gracious. Moly. Yeah. More than half a billion dollars. So if you want to <clears throat> ask the question, why did these continue to be made? Yeah. People go it. see them. They've done it. That's it. And they're, they're, we are experiencing now the wave. Yep. It's just <clears throat> happening. Well, I, I wonder how much of it is people doing podcasts about these movies, trying to understand lot. them. But let me tell you this. That. If these movies continue to escalate in this way, by the time we reach the most current one, my head's just going to explode for the entirety of the movie. Yeah. The stunts just keep getting nastier. Yeah. I, I've loved it. And I think what they've added more even now, because it was like we transformed from it's just cars and yep. races and stuff. And then we added in Fast and Furious, we added a lot of fighting. Yep. Yeah. There were just so many. Did it feel like there were more gunfights in this guns. one? There was guns I and guns and guns. We've, we've got ourselves full-fledged action movies. Yes. Like, and here's the thing. I, I agree. The stunts are sweet. If you imagine it like a candy necklace where the candy is the stunts and the action and the string in the necklace is the plot of the movie. When we started in The Fast and The Furious, we had gross candy and a gross string. And like the stunts weren't great and the plot wasn't great. Right. We've been really, really increasing the quality of our candy. And I think like I'm 
I just feel myself not being able to fully get on board and really enjoy these because our string is still so bad. But if I'm going to buy a candy necklace, the only thing I need that string to do is hold the candy together so I can munch it. It's it's time to... Okay. So I had a great conversation with a close friend of mine. Okay. Was it Ridley Scott? No. <laughs> no. You can tell us if it was. It wasn't Sir Scott. Well, let me rephrase that. Legally, you have to tell us. If yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. That's okay, true. This was with this was with Ridley Scott. Okay. okay so and he's thought. he's a big Fast and Furious fan. <laughs> sure. What um, if? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's try and project my friend onto this again. Uh, but I think I'm the more I talk to people, I'm respecting this franchise more. Yeah. Because of that it was obviously not the goal in the beginning was to have the good string. Like yep. they didn't need yeah. that. What we needed was an avenue or a canvas to say, Hey, culture, y'all should try this. Let's soup up cars. Yep. Like let's put stickers on cars, grab a Corona and you will, there will Shoot be so boss. many booties. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff will happen yeah, yeah. for you. And it, it like hit a whole, we've talked about this, like yep. an entire generation. And then they kind of stumbled into it, like we said before, but then now they've got, oh, wait, 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 no. The culture of it now is that it's a movie franchise. Yeah. Before it was just like, here's some stuff. Here's some stuff. Yeah. Like maybe we can do these kind of things. And so I I think they've done it and I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Mm. I think I'm really enjoying it. I'm coming closer to enjoying it. Spoilers for my opinions on this movie. We'll get there obviously, but like thoroughly enjoyed watching this. Yeah. Just saying. And okay. I'm, one of the big reasons for me is the introduction of a character for this. Are we going, can we go straight to that? Or did you have somewhere you wanted to go right no, after there's the chase? No, so maybe let's, are you talking about when the, the crew gets together? Uh, oh no, we need to talk about the crew first. Cause so we see the crew before. Yeah. We see the crew before Hobbs, right? No. So Hobbs mm-hmm. happens we first. See Hobbs yeah, first. And Hobbs. let's talk about Hobbs. That's what let's I want to talk about. Yeah. Go. That's what I want to talk about. And so I don't think the Fast and the Furious franchise, even maybe now, has technically really done a villain well. Right. Yeah. I haven't had a villain yet. Like the guy, Phoenix, from the last one who yeah. got destroyed. Done. That was my super pump. There were some cool things about him, and he was doing some things that I liked. Uh, but then every time we get one, they're kind of a... Like even, I mean, Vin Diesel, Dom was kind of the villain yeah, right. in the first one. And they've done it again with Hobbs, but I do finally have somebody. They've kind of pushed aside... Paul Walker and are saying what you guys have been telling me for a long time, that he is what we're supposed to project ourselves yeah, on. Give mm-hmm. him some orange slices. Like I love how much Hobbs is just like, step aside. I don't even care about you, dude. Uh-huh. I'm going to get in this dude's face uh-huh. yep. with Dom because yep. that's what everybody wants. Yep. And for a car movie, when two muscly guys get together and it looks like the headlights of a Mack truck, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. He oh, yeah. really works well for this because he's physically the perfect foil for Dwayne, yes. the rock John or for, I'm sorry, for Vin Diesel. Yep. He's because terrifying. Vin Diesel, when he's the only shiny buff ball dude on screen looks enormous. And when he's next to the rock, he looks a little chubby. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just looks small and he, uh, the rock is also the perfect character foil for Brian because he is Brian without the perceived moral shortcoming that made him flip yeah. and join the illegal yeah, squad. And it's great. And I, I was really, here's kind of what went through my, my head and my heart when we first saw him. Cause I've been waiting for this for a long time. Same. And I think we even referenced it yep. episodes ago. Yeah. He was coming and here he is. I at first was like, I wanted a better introduction because I mean, we see him coming out of this plane and stuff, but I think instead of, like aesthetically, like the setting and things. I think I got a good introduction from him by just his dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. To say, I think later Brian refers to him as being Old Testament. He's just like black and white. Mm. You're a bad guy. I don't really care. 
you're a street racer. I'm coming after you. Yep. And I loved it. And he dropped. I mean, this is our second F bomb of the mm-hmm. franchise. And they gave it to Hobbs. They gave it to Hobbs quick. Yeah. First yeah. time fast, we ever see quick. him. Real and I loved it. And and now there there's two problems that I have with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and his portrayal of Hobbs. And other than that, love him. Okay. Huge pump for me. Number one is the goatee. Get it out of here. It's trash. Whoa, I, I liked it. Take, give me a mustache. That's what I need from him. Okay. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with kind of his accent. <laughs> mustache and aviators. Yeah. yeah. Mustache I and aviators. That's I don't funny. need the goatee. Now, number two. I just want them to clear out some space and let the man act. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they don't get yeah. me wrong. He, Dwayne's not winning any Oscars anytime soon, but the dude's got charisma. He definitely does. He felt reined in for most of this movie. Well, to, to be fair, not in a good way. I, I don't know that the fast and furious movies have ever had the opportunity to say, you know what? We trust this actor enough to say you act because there's yeah. not really any great. But ones. my follow up is what do they have to lose by letting it happen? <laughs> exactly. You know what right? I mean? Exactly. And so I'm hoping that moving forward, we get to see Hobbs really come alive kind of like he did in the scene where he was losing his crew. That was right. the first moment for me where I was like, yeah. And honestly, I would even give some, I felt like I saw some of the rock in that mid credit scene. Yeah. Just how he kind of interacted with Eva Mendes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. just so kind of had like a half smile and I was like, come on, let's go. I want it. So but, I'm going to do it right now. Go ahead. My super pump is going to go to not the character of Hobbs, but the actor of Dwayne, the rock cool. Johnson. Yeah. He I just love him, you yep. guys. Same. I love him I too. so much. He's great. so great. Yeah. I Talk do too. about it. I, well, I mean, I want to hang out with him. I think we probably <laughs> go like get dinner or something and then yeah. like a movie or like a park. I don't know. He's a cool guy. Yeah. But I, I really like him. It's like what we said earlier. He has just so much charisma. He's really magnetic mm-hmm. on screen. He you is. know what I mean? He's well, just partially because he takes up the whole screen. That's right. true. That's Maybe right. that's right. it. <laughs> I think we finally have somebody and you're never going to be able to kind of push aside kind of how Hobbs did of the relationship that's supposed to be paramount of Dom and Brian. Right. But I think we do finally, like we said, have someone who can share the screen with him. And so I think I'd like to introduce my super pump. Okay. And it is a moment. Okay. Used to, and, and they had just done it too, but somehow Fast and the Furious does this thing where it implants in my mind that things have been there forever and they haven't. Like how I missed Han, but I've only really seen him for 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. You know, and like, well, Letty, we've had so much. No, you didn't. One You've movie. barely seen yeah. her every time she's in a movie. Yep. But there's also this thing of how Dom has, I guess he kind of has always felt invincible, but yep. he hasn't really shown it until Fast and Furious when he starts destroying people yeah. and defying physics yeah. and punching windows. Sure. So he's being chased by Hobbs. Hobbs wants the, the big hunt. Yep. So he's going after him. So we have Vin Diesel doing ridiculous things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jumping off of the roof and stuff. But that scene where yep. he jumps off the roof to get to the next one. Yep. And I'm, I'm, you need to know I'm actually getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> Hobbs runs through the building yep. to catch up to him. <laughs> And then just they start beating the crap out of each other. That was my super pump. Wow, I, that was I, your moment. I can't not have that's that was my favorite moment of the franchise. So okay. Far. Yeah, yeah that was very that. good. Right on. I loved it too. Yeah. Big big pump for me. Uh again, it was almost a dump just because it was like, I can forgive the physics blunders, but like one cut. One cut from, right. from sprinting through a window. Oh, one cut would be nothing. They got yeah. nothing on. Yeah. Them. Yep. And so like, whatever, but I still loved it. 
I love. I would love it. to jump forward to the assembly of the team. Put them together. Me Essentially, too. this is forty minutes into the movie, yeah. and we're gonna go right now. This is my super dumb. Oh wow! Back to back. The fact that we don't assemble our team or give our plot any momentum or direction until forty minutes of this movie means the movie could have been forty minutes shorter. Agreed. We do not need the as fun as it is. We don't need the train heist at the beginning. Or let's open on that. Let's not open on busting Dom right. out of jail because we did that in the last movie. Right. All like. Everything that happens in those first 40 minutes, like the big things that happen, we, we get Dom out of jail, we steal the car with the chip in it, we figure out that there's some sort of chip in the car, yeah. and then we learn that Mia's pregnant, and then we introduce Hobbs. Like that, Those four things can all be accomplished in a 10-minute yeah. opening. Without having 10 minutes each. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So let me, let me throw this at you, though, and I'm not trying to change your mind, but... You won't. <laughs> I agree that it could have been 40 minutes shorter, but I think you hit the nail on the head on accident. You said, yeah, it's fun. I'm learning, I think, that that's all these movies are. And oh, so if sure. it's 40 more minutes of fun, I'll take it. Yeah. I spent the whole first 40 minutes of this movie going, okay, what is it? Like, what is going to keep me watching? What is the story here? Yep. Like, what am I supposed to be paying attention yep. to? And I'll tell you what kept me watching, <laughs> kept me alive, kept my blood pumping for the remainder of this movie. I And it, it was almost my super pump, but it's not. But- the assembly of the team made me so giddy with excitement. Yeah. I could not contain it. So they bring in the team after our Brazilian drug lord personally threatens Mia. And Dom says, No, my watch. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to take everything. You know, put, 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 put a team together. Team. And so they bring in Han. Praise the Lord for Han. He's yeah. back. He's better than ever. Had trouble with that part of it, though. Yeah. Actually, so I'm okay with bringing the team together. Yep. Except I do have some randos. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got the Avengers and some strong people. Like, they just, like, the two guys that we'd only seen once, kind of, that are Brazilian. The, uh, Leo and Santos? Yeah. They're from four. Yeah. Right. No, we've only seen them once. once. Oh, okay. I'm with you. I'm and with I, you. I know that's like Fast and the Furious is that's their thing. If you've seen them once, we're gonna they're make sure you their love family. them. Yeah. 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 So, but but the thing with Han is like, I I think I was focusing. Unfortunately, if I had muted this part, I think I would have liked it more because I was focusing so much on the descriptions of everybody. Like that's why you need him. We need we a need chameleon. Ha- we need a fast talker. We need yeah. somebody who knows circuits. We need somebody to punch walls. We need somebody with weapons, and we need two precision drivers. Right. The only person that fulfilled their job was Tedge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and two the, precision drivers were the safe at the end, I guess. And I'm right. not like, for for Han to be the chameleon, uh, how? Because he can he can he can do. I mean, if anybody can do it, he can get into anything. Like nothing says Brazilian cop. Like a guy from Tokyo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what? Exactly. And actually, I guess Roman kind of did his job too. Just talking so a bunch. This this moment did, for yeah. me, like putting the team together is a little problematic for that reason. That it's just, we get people and we're supposed to be like, oh yeah, we recognize them. Yeah, they're totally that job description. I think this would have been saved Honestly, if we had zoomed out from everybody and shown that it was a kid playing with action figures (laughs) and like his, his mom walks in from target and is like, Hey, we got you the Gal Gadot action figure. And he goes, perfect. She can be part of the team. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, here's the thing. Maybe it makes me a big dumb idiot and I don't care, but I bit hook, line and sinker. And and I didn't (laughs) know. I didn't listen to their descriptions at all. Like I heard it. It went into my ear, but it went right out the other. And I was just like, it's back. Yeah. Gal, Gal's back, I guess. Yeah. Roman's back. <laughs> Tej is like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. And I feel like everybody, maybe 
Jordan and I more than Doge right now, but it's like experiencing these things that make Fast and the Furious Fast and the Furious. Yeah, is they kind of put the gas mask on you, yeah. and you just yeah. kind of start giggling. Yeah. Well, like, I think we, these things we've said it before. Like it relies this series relies so much on informed nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, totally like does. you should be so excited. These characters are all back together yeah, again. Just like how many times was this have had Avengers already come out in 2011? It had right. No, mm-hmm. Avengers was 2012. So how many times had this kind of thing happened in a mega franchise? Not often. Maybe and, and, this. And we're and of course they're not doing the job and the detail of how Marvel has made an expanded universe. Right. Because people like Jordan and Dozier can actually go back and say, I can confirm through literature that this is sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but like Fast and Furious, you can't do that. But somehow they they brought everybody together. So I'm just saying, maybe I'm trying to give them some credit. Sure. For like giving people the tinglies at this yeah, point, and I yeah. got those tinglies. Yeah, yeah. And actually, oh, yeah. uh, there are two members of this crew that I want to talk about for a very specific reason. Do it. So this is a heist movie. Yeah. Um, and it, I think that's one of the reasons that I just bit into the full apple of what this thing is because sure. I'm a sucker for heists. Dom's so eleven. Yep. Yeah. There, <laughs> there it is. And speaking of the Ocean's franchise, there are two characters in <gasps> this thing that fulfilled the role of two characters from Dude, Oceans. I was thinking the exact same thing. Casey Affleck yes. and uh, not Jeremy Piven. I know uh, who you were talking about. The He's, guy from uh, yeah. the cop show about being in Hollywood. Yes. I can't think of what it's called. But I was thinking oh, the exact same thing. Their interactions <laughs> and the way that they kind of banter back and forth, they're always together. They're never apart. Yes. They're undercover and just blowing up stuff. And oh, we are talking about Leo and Santos. Yes, sorry. And and guys, I thought I the same thing. Leo and Santos are my super pop for this movie. <laughs> I don't understand. This. I love them. No, you got me just like Fast and the Furious gets me because I was on board with everything and then you said favorite and I'm like, no, no. I'm as shocked as you are. I could watch a spinoff movie where the two of them and Han go on adventures together. Dude, in my ideal draft of this movie we cut the first 40 minutes and we cut them out completely. No, no. I'm in between. I'm not there. <laughs> no, they, okay. They were killing me. The whole, like being they too were negative, funny. the running bit of Santos is too negative for Leo's taste. And Leo's like, you gotta just relax, man. Relax. Was like killing me. Why do you always make the timer so short? Oh, was that so was, that actually good. made me laugh out loud. All of that was so funny. I, and I think their sort of vibe of just like, we're here. And yeah. like, are we going to do the job? Okay, let's do the job. That's like so their willingness to do anything, their banter with each other and the way that they like didn't, but absolutely did fit with the crew. Right. Had me like every time they were on screen, I was like, yes. So I yeah. know I'm as shocked as you are, and but you know, what's funny. They're though? my super pump. And that another reason that surprises me is when you just hear people talking about fast and the furious, like fast and the furious fans. Yeah. Never hear about these guys. No, I didn't know that yeah. they were going to be ever hear about these guys and they're not going to be on the cover. Uh, and quick question though, like if there is a fast five, mm. who are the fast five? Do we want to do that right now? Yeah. Let's talk about that. I think Brian, fast five. Okay. Brian, Brian, obviously Dom, Dom, obviously for Jordan, it's gotta be Han, but right. That's what's so hard for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe do we at least have the four that are doing the cop car race later? Was that supposed to be like, these are, well, wow, so this is a big Dom, deal. Brian, Roman, Han. Yeah. Tedge has got to be in there. That's what's so hard about this. Does he though? I love him. Don't get me wrong. Who would be the fifth? Uh, Who would be the fifth? Mia? No, she sucks. Well, I mean, but you can't take him out because they suck. Isn't that why we just took Tedge out? No, no. I love Tedge. Why isn't Tedge a part of the fast five? Because he barely races. Yeah. 
Then Khalkhado has to be in there. Uh, yeah, she probably does, doesn't she? It's either her or Mia. Well, given Wait, who's on the cover? Are there five people on the cover? Or is, is it, it just Hobbs? A question. Is Hobbs the secret fifth fast? Oh my goodness. I was about to say that given the way that this franchise respects women, maybe they're counting Gal and Mia each oh, as half, One of, person, no, half of a the person. The poster I'm looking at, it's that whole squad. And Jesus in the background. Excuse me? Wait, hang on? Well, I mean, it's it's like Brazil. Oh. oh, yeah. He's just back <laughs> there. of like, look what I've created. <laughs> okay. In the poster, I'm looking at the five biggest people are. Oh, okay. I get you. Then Mia's in it. Not in the one I'm looking at. What? That looks like Gal. That looks like The Rock. That looks like Vin. That looks like Paul Walker. And that I can't. It's that's very, not Gal, dude. That's Mia. Yeah, that's this me, is very pixelated. Mia, Mia, Rock. Well, okay. Hang on. Mine is Vin, like 100 Paul, pixels by Roman. 200 pixels. That's your, that sounds like your problem. See, I can't tell who that oh, is. Yeah, I, I, see see that. I see. That's. <laughs> oh, I think that's. I think that's eight bit Super Mario. <laughs> that's Mia. Yeah, that's definitely Mia. Yep. Um, cool. So we've got him. Hobbs weird. is in there. I disagree. Okay. Han has to be in it. Or do you guys think maybe that it's the fifth movie in this franchise? That's probably could that be it, actually. Um, I want yeah. to. I want to talk about a few things that happen after we meet the team. Please. Um, one being that we return to our home base mm-hmm. known as, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what did we call it with all the ladies? I don't remember something station. Uh, Objectification, Objectification station. station. We an, go hour, back. an hour in. An hour in, which is great, but man, do we return with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. rough. And it's, it was right after Dom says, we need to get some fast cars. <laughs> and I thought it was it, like, I just was laughing to myself because I wish it was literal. And he's like, we need to go get butts. <laughs> and then it's because that's the an immediate next scene. Yeah, and but, then he's like, but. feels good to be home. And I'm yeah. like, okay, they're not going to yeah. ever leave this place. Huge dump for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't show the race. That was a huge pump for me. I, I watched, think, I yeah, watched no. this and went, thank God they didn't show the boring well, race. I think I, <laughs> It wasn't a dump for me because they were doing things different, like storyboarding in a different way. Yeah. A little bit. They're like, hey, you've yeah. seen it before. You know what happened. You know this exactly isn't a what's gonna happen. $50 million movie. Yep. And, and wait till you see the end. That safe cost a lot of money. Yeah. We, we, we need to put the pedal to the metal, so to speak, here through the remainder of this movie. Downhill but Jews. the good news is it's mostly just action. Mostly sequences. just heist. Yep. Um, so we've got some. Some stealing. We've got some practicing. We've got some camera Vince, movement. Vince is back. Vince is back. BT Dub. Yeah. Am I the only one that expected a third act turn again to show that yeah. he was evil? I thought yeah. that Vince was setting him up the whole time. Yep. I think because he was the one who said cops. That yeah. would have when they. Yeah. Yeah, that would have made so much more sense and r- revealed why he is in this story in the first place, and would have rounded out what I had already come to believe about Vince as a character. Yeah. Who I still, despite everything, can't like. I don't know what it is. No, about did him. you hear there was really quiet and sad piano playing while he died? There was, but you know, somehow it still didn't work for me. Um, honestly, I'm being selfish here because I want to jump forward to the race scene in the cop yeah, cars. Let's get sandwich crazy. That? Yeah, let's get sandwich crazy. Um. I want to point something out. Okay. I did a science experiment. No, you didn't. That's true. I did a, a math experiment. Oh, okay. When they steal the cop cars and they decide to have a quarter mile race, I counted how long this race took. Right. Okay. So to go a quarter mile at 60 miles an hour, it should take what? 15 seconds. 15 yeah, seconds. Not good yeah, we got it. We're there. I would assume that these race boys go a bit faster than 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Potentially even double that at some points. 
Guess how long this race took. Dude, I'm not surprised. Tell me like two minutes. Well, not quite that bad. From the moment they said go to the moment they crossed the finish line, it was 48 seconds. Dude, nothing new. I feel like we could spend like a segment <laughs> of our podcast every time talking about how the time is off. They gave us they gave us that the very first. Yeah, the that's very true. first the ten, movie. The 10 second race was 50 seconds had, long. Uh, uh, there's so many talks coming back to me right now, like going through the mountain. Sure. Yep, how sure. this? And then we've got a really a banger here at the end on the bridge, which we can talk about that we later can, too. We can. Yeah. But yeah, but they, here, here's the big thing about this. Okay. I noticed this. They use these 10 second quote unquote races for a ton of dialogue exposition. They love to take these 10 second races and somehow okay. have these people talking between cars to each other <laughs> as these races are going on right. and have these like minute long conversations where they're like, we'll never catch you and it's never going to be the same again. And I'm so much faster than you and you'll yeah. never even know. And everybody's like, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And so I want to give a pump to the only realistic portion of dialogue from car to car in this whole series. I think I know what it's going to be. And it's when be. Roman takes the microphone and uh, speaks into the cop. You're yes, talking about when he, when he broadcasts their illegal plans to right? the loudspeaker of a stolen cop car? Yes. Yeah. But remember, yes. Roman was one of two people with the walkie-talkies in Too Fast, Too Furious. Maybe yeah. that's his that superpower. also other people couldn't hear. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Same guy. So he's it's just a, a walkie-talkie guy. So from here, we kind of, we have the heist. I know, Carter, you have a bone to pick about the use of police cars. Um, the use of police cars. What was this bone? Whenever, uh, whenever they the say we need an invisible car, and Dom says, "I know right oh. where to get one." Yeah, so <laughs> I, so I have a bone to pick. Sure, pick that bone with the in, with the police cars with the invisible cars. Get picking that bone, Dom. Something that happens with Dom to make him superhero like sure. is he not only can he crush things with his head veins, <laughs> he can also like he's a step ahead, right? It kind of yeah. feels like sure. even more than like the FBI agent. Like he's a Very step Bruce ahead. Wayne. Oh, I yeah, already thought just of that. Batman. But yeah, when they say when Han says we need invisible cars, Dom's like, oh, I know exactly where we can go. Dom, why have you wasted so much money and time <laughs> while knowing this entire time you could have used <laughs> you could have just used cop cars. <laughs> I'm what's happening. But here's the other problem with this. Their problem is they don't want to be seen skidding and drifting through this parking garage. And so they're like, if we're going to be seen, let's be in cop cars, which are invisible. But if you work in a police station and you look on the camera and you see this cop car, just flying through your parking garage. Here's the deal. They don't have to do that though. Like the racing doesn't have to happen. We're, well, we continue to, mention, to go out of our way to make racing happen. And I get this, these whole movies, does, but yeah. does I don't guy, like it. Yes. Does the, <laughs> does the guy in cop mission control look at the screen and I'm like, they're just fast cop cars. Look away. So he doesn't see the 10 ton safe behind the cars. Yeah, at one point. I don't know. But speaking of this plan, I've said before in this very episode, yes, mere minutes ago, that I love heist movies. And oh, I yeah. still do. And the final heist of this was a ton of fun for me. Oh, it was amazing. But the heist is kind of my super dump. Okay. Kind of. Can you kind of have a no, super No, it's dump? my super dump. Okay. But I just mean part of the heist is. Okay. And it is, I can only handle so many change of plans in a movie without yeah. getting whiplash. Yeah. And this movie kept being like, here's our plan. We do this. That's not going to work. Here's our new plan. We do this. That's not going to work. 
here's our new plan. We do this. That's not going to, and it was, right. but, and I can handle that if it's like, oh, no, I don't think that, but every time it was set up that like, there's like, like, and yeah. it's like, we go in and late at night, we break into the vault and we pull it out of the, and we hit every house. And it's just like, man, pick one plan. Let right. that one get screwed up. Come in with the this, backup. Was this movie like two hours and 10 minutes, technically runtime? Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It and, was so long. And of a franchise in general of knowing clearly what to cut. Yep. Wow. They just did not. That's the thing. And like the things that you're talking about right now, that's the string in the candy necklace. It's like the string was just exceptionally bad this round. Yeah. And and I, I, again, I kind of don't think I'd have a problem with weak story elements in a movie like this, except for the fact that it is a heist movie. Yeah. So if you're going to polish up any part of this, it better be the heist. Yeah. And up until the final actual heist, it was weak to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when we got to the final heist, full blown blast. Can we talk yeah. about the final heist? Yeah, Is there anything we hit before that? I mean, Dom's whole, nah, uh, uh, Hobbs's whole team dies. Gets us yeah. so, so they have, they have clearly shown to us that not only, and there might've been allusions to it for a while, especially how they did the closing credits of like, look yeah. at us from the past to now. Yeah. Of like, this is the farewell, but it really doesn't feel like that no. because of how much I think they're putting eggs into the Hobbs basket. Oh, yeah, Because absolutely. they gave us, they kind of gave us some character development. They did. This is his origin story. Yeah. This like, is how he learned take, to respect What's going to take this Old Testament ways yeah. guy? What's going to flip him? Oh, we'll kill everybody he loves. Well, and yep. one other thing we haven't mentioned at all, like barely have touched, is Elsa Pataki, the, the woman cop from Brazil. Right, who has... Letty's necklace, right? Here's the reason. Yes. Yeah. And here's the reason we haven't touched on her. Um, I think she's a fine actress. I think she does okay. Like nothing. We don't need her away, in this but, movie. Yeah, yeah. She does nothing. Yeah. She's, she doesn't need to be here. Um, and, and I don't have a problem with her, but if you're going to build her up, like at least let her match Letty in coolness sure. so that we can go. I see guys. What and or let her do something that matters to the plot. Yeah, I think. And it's, we're falling into this, but I think she comes back. Oh, you definitely. do this with so she many people. To. You do this well, with so many people in this franchise and you're like, I just don't know. They didn't have, well, that's not how Fast and the Furious does it. Sure. We're just going to kind of he- listen in on what people talked about. And if anybody talked about it, jump on it. I think you're now right. you have a role. I think they, uh, as Doge likes to say, I think they throw the spaghetti. Yeah, they and do. And they pull the noodles just that seeing stick what sticks. and put them in the next movie too. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that sometimes. Right. Um, but that's, that's kind of a dump yeah. for me in this movie because I think I wanted her to be more important because she was very interesting to me. And I actually liked the fact that it was like kindred spirit with Dom. And that's sort of where their, their interest in each other started besides the fact that they're, but that was such a snapshot. Yeah, it really was. And and I just wanted her to do more, I guess. Um, but yeah, so let's talk through that final heist. They're, they're pulling Santa's, Safe, like, Santa's like safe. fast I reindeer. Has anything ever required more of a suspension of disbelief than this final heist? No, nothing, I, nothing at all. Most. So many people died. So yes, many. guys, guys. So many people died. <laughs> I will rarely rush to the defense of Man of Steel, but you can't get mad at Superman for destroying Metropolis when this happened several years before. Oh That's my true. goodness. And our two good fast reindeer cars destroyed most of Brazil. Yeah. Yes. Rio is in but these these people's sacrifice was my gain. Yeah. Because I, I loved this heist. And so Callie pointed this out to me while we're watching this. 
at no point somehow do the chains become like tangled up and oh my gosh yeah even though this safe is just just cartwheeling through the streets of oh my gosh yeah and at no point are they like we gotta maneuver to make sure that the chain right it never happens (laughs) jump over me and then I'll jump over you we'll do this four times I'll tell you what our chains are tied in the knot they used this safe like a chain chomp in Mario Kart and I loved every single second of it I mean it was just a battering ram oh yeah it destroyed a bank yes every car like Every why, single one. I, if I don't see something that they just create themselves and like just put Tej in there or something to yeah. just be like a tank behind, like why would you never use this again? Yeah. It is the most like we efficient, yeah. the most efficient thing you've done. For real. Climax of the next movie, they're like, we don't know what to do. And then Tej is like, I think I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> just connect the safe to three cars this time so it's faster. Yes. And destroy everything because you can take on an entire oh, squad. It was so fun to watch, but they end up swapping out the safe under the bridge yep. for the empty safe. Loved it. Got Huge check mark for me. Yeah. Doesn't matter that there's no way that would have worked. Still loved it. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. I want to talk about the bridge, though. Okay. This seemingly endless and yet never moving bridge. Right. So they, they start to drive. They get sort of towards the end. They're being pursued by cops. Being pursued hasn't mattered to them up to this point. No. But now all of a sudden they're like, we're being pursued. That's no good. Yeah, there's too many. <laughs> so... Dom gets to have his hero moment where he says, get out of here. And then Paul's like, no, I can't leave you. And he's like, you're about to be a dad. And he's like, stick to the plan. Is it beating a dead horse to say that in the Fast and Furious franchise, this emotional moment was not earned? No, not at all. This was was not earned. It feels like I've This has already happened. (laughs) This keeps happening. Like, Dom, we know you're going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. If it's going to be post-credits, it's going to be. It's going to be But you're coming back. Well, and so he goes- this was always the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow releases Paul Walker's car from button. the safe. Button. He just you probably button. missed that. He but flipped like the in button. the extended yeah, cut, so they have the 10-minute scene where they show how they Ejector. build that button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dom proceeds to annihilate about 50 cars Amazing. alone on this bridge by whipping his tail. Back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. And I mean just devastation on yeah. this bridge. And I can't help that things are going through my mind in terms of, yes, I can, but being an incredibly good car driver doesn't mean you're automatically also going to know how to handle for the first time in your life, uh, this massive weapon. How are you going to, how are you going to so, immediately know how to tail whip? Which so perfectly. Yeah. Oh, with, with finesse. He with did not grace. miss. And so here's, here's my assertion. I'd love I never to even your pointed that. I never even thought about that though. It like rolls over the car at the very end with like an inch of clearance well, so that it can hit get hit. That's on them. But <laughs> let's let's talk about this. If the Fast and Furious movies from here on out are action movies, yeah, cars are weapons now, baby. Oh, cars are weapons. Vehicles. Cars and were we- weapons in the last one. Like literally, the car killed. That's true. He, impaled, he green goblined him. That's true. Amazing. No, that's true. <laughs> but I think. I was trying to think, and it might be fun for something like for us to do later is like, what were our top three, top five races Okay, and anything would be qualified as a race heist and things like this. Let's say that this could be number one for me. It's close. This is safe. Like it was so unique and that's good. Like fast and the furious franchise does things where they try to be ridiculous and then they're ridiculous. Yeah. But this ridiculous worked for me. Same. Big time. 
But I do want to talk about the saving grace, the deus ex Paul at the end. Um, this car comes to a stop and who gets out? The man who survives everything. Oh, yep. yeah. Once again yeah. has survived. He's got Dom at gunpoint. Boom, boom, boom. Paul Walker shoots him. From where? About six feet behind Dom. Yeah. From the cover of a car that he clearly has driven back to meet them. So Dom didn't hear it. Guy who survives everything didn't hear it. Didn't see it. Nobody reacted. And yet Paul was close enough to just. It's the yeah. true. It's the real invisible car. It is. That's what Dom meant. They discovered it. That's his backup to his backup plan. An actual legitimately invisible car. The invisible yeah. car was love the whole time. And, I, and Jordan, you've already talked about it too. How much the plan just poo-poos sure. in general. Cause sure. I mean, it's almost like, just kill the drug lord and use his hand or the the drug lord that's dead now go use his hand to open the safe at the end all the things just use cop cars but i'm gonna pick something within all of this that kind of got hidden and everything and they tried they tried to trick me but my super dump is how all of the sudden mia is so capable of so much yep right mia is mission control mia is driving where wait how like I don't it's understand. the little baby Paul Walker growing inside of her. <laughs> That's <laughs> she's using it's like his power. Osmosis. It's like minute black. <laughs> she's using its power. <laughs> little <laughs> controls and levers inside. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. When she carries that baby to full term, she will literally be able to fly. She can do anything with a little baby Polly Walker. Oh, she gain some new knowledge. <gasps> Throwback but to the first episode. Yeah, they. She did not have enough from the start for me. Yeah. for them to invest so much in her in terms. I, I would have been fine, and I'm not trying to like. I don't know. I, I would have been fine if she had just been the one that he comes home to yeah. and kisses on the mouth when it's over. Yep. Fingers crossed she's on bed rest in right? the sixth movie. Exactly. But no, she's in it. She's all up in sure. it. And I could, not, I could not do it. That was my super dumb. I love it. That's great. So um, yeah, they get the money and then everybody goes their separate ways and they have a uh, Sandlot Ocean's Eleven-esque where are they now kind of a situation and show them all doing their thing. Yeah, bada it, bing, bada boom. this continues a, a dump I have for the movie where the crew is too big for us to have individual one-on-one things. Like there, there's a point in time, they're all reacting to something. I don't remember what it was. I think it's to the money in the safe at it the is. end. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They yeah. each, it's very kind of these, these fast and furious criminals. They each take turns smiling about the money so that we can get a shot of each of them individually smiling about the money. Yeah. Uh, and we do the same thing here where we cut to each person individually and it's like, oh my gosh, just let's end this story finally. Yep. And, and the way they end it is so weird. It's a beach house and it's, uh, it's, it's Brian and Mia. She real pregnant. Vin. I'm sorry, Dom shows up <laughs> with our Brazilian cop who is married to Chris Hemsworth. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. They kind of hang out. And then Dom and Brian go have their rematch race a la Rocky Three. Except it's animated. Sure, yeah. And it's the credits. And it's through iconic locations from every movie before this. If it wasn't animated, it would have been a cool idea for credits, in my opinion. But also, if it was the last movie in the series, it would have been yeah, a cool idea for that's credits. That's what I'm saying. That's, they, that's when so you play that card. This whole movie is set up as though it's the last movie in the series until our mid credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to talk about that one? Uh, so someone walks up, and it's and you you can't help because of the way they, they're so good at just zooming in on a butt they of a do lady. They that a lot, huh? Yeah. And what stinks is I've seen so many now and tried to erase them. 
Didn't recognize her yet. I couldn't, tell by, million, couldn't tell by the whose butt booties who this that? was. I'm not sure. Seen a million butts and I've seen them all. So I'm many. A cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> and it's it's Eva Mendez's character. It is. Which I can't remember. Uh, I almost called her Amy Santiago from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, definitely yeah. not. Uh, yeah. But it, uh, let, me, let me look her up. Fuentes, right? Uh, no idea. Anyway, no she's, idea. she's the informant. She's, she's and, coming up to Hobbs, who... Really, though, a crazy thing. The camera was actually 200 yards away from the rock. He's just that big. <laughs> yeah, it was, forced, it was Peter Jackson. As soon as I said, that's him. I know that yeah. shine. And <laughs> she walks in and she's like, hey, this is a big deal for us. This heist just went down in, I can't remember where it was. Germany. Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Berlin. And so Hobbs is looking through it. All he sees is like, if this has nothing to do with Dom, I'm not interested. Because I'm just going to say Dom. I'm not going to say the crew. Yeah. Hobbs' beef is Dom. with Dom. Yeah. That's the only person he talked. Like, I love how he, I don't know how much eye contact he ever made with Paul Walker. In the just movie. Dom. Love it. So he looks down. She's like, no, 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 no. This You're is interested. a much bigger deal. You are interested. And we see Letty. Yep. She's alive. She's alive. Do you believe in ghosts? We called it. Long way back. Oh yeah, love to see how they're going to squirm their way out of that right. plot hole. But I just, I, I want it so bad. I just don't care. Like, I, oh, I really, I don't know. That's this a feels bummer. a little bit to me like the. Uh, it feels like the episode of Community where everybody falls in love with Glee Club, and I'm like one of the last remaining people who has not fallen in love with Glee Club. Yeah. And you guys are both just like Fast and Furious is good, dude. I promise. If you just forget about things like a good story or being entertained and just watch these cars drive fast, you're going to love it. Welcome to our podcast, Two Chunks and a Hunk, where Doge tries to prove how much better he is. No, I'm just saying like, love what you love, get what you get, like what you like. I just don't get it. And I don't care that Letty's alive. Man, I don't know what it is about me. I don't know what it says about me. But when they showed that picture, I was like, yeah, she's going to be in the next one. (laughs) Yeah, I was too. And I was I really too. hope the next one's in Germany. I don't know anything about it, but I hope that means we're going. Oh, that's what they, that's to what the they're Autobahn. doing. It's gotta be right. It's Autobahn. Oh, obviously. I didn't even think about that. Ain't no speed limit. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool. Not that that's been like, they've tried to. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. As opposed really. to how respectful they've been of speed limits <laughs> in the past. <laughs> also, no Brian, speed limit. Down. No problem. You're going 45 and you're 25. <laughs> this is a school zone. zone. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, get off your cell phone. You're going to get pulled over. Do you, not see the, do you not see the blinking white on the crosswalk? <laughs> Swallow down. Swallow Brian, down. There, there are children playing. <laughs> Swallow <laughs> children. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, I just, before we move on to rating and such, I just want to, I don't want to close out on this movie without mentioning, is there one scene in this whole movie where Hobbs is not drenched in sweat? There's not, and I don't want it any other way. It (laughs) always looks like The Rock ran to set from his trailer, but he was late and had to run through some sprinklers to get in front of the cameras. Very Ferris Bueller just saying, Exactly. <laughs> it's actually really cool because what you're seeing in its purest form is testosterone. Yeah. That's He's just that is. sweating. Is that how pebbles get formed? <laughs> They're just little droplets of his sweat that They're, crystallize. Yep. And they are turned into rocks. Yep. Yep. So as always, I think it's uh, it's time that we rate this movie, huh? Yes. We here at Two Chunks in a Hunk have perfected movie rating with our own special system known as the Scientific Cinema Scale. In order from best to worst, they are as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy Buy that that poster. poster. Next is buy it. Following that is rent it. After that, we have 
stream it. Followed by forget it, which means you're better off if you just pretend this movie didn't exist. And last, but definitely least, we have the worst thing we can ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. Who wants to go first? I will. Guys. That was fast. I know. And furious. I'm going to be quick. I'm going to be simple. I'm going to be easy. This movie is a rent it for Jordan Wonders. Get ready because it's a rent it for Carter Willis. Hey! I'm up to rent. Yeah. And and it's it's because I'm there and they somehow have already gotten to a place of all these other movies that I love. Like I, I always think of Con Air for some reason in some <laughs> of the vibe of these movies. Yeah. And it's the same nasty string with the good candy on there. Yeah. And I love these kind of movies. Yep. So I'm going to rent it. It's just this is the first one that I would be like, I kind of want to watch this again. Yeah, for sure. Very, very easy. Forget it for me. It's okay. I I just like. Have you streamed yet? Was uh, Tokyo Drift your stream? I'm pretty sure Tokyo. I have no idea. And so you dropped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Wow, you liked Tokyo Drift better than this, honestly. Uh, Tokyo Drift felt like a palate cleanser at the time that it happened. I think. I really think up until now, I've been holding out hope that these movies would invest in their string just a little bit. Because as when it comes to movies, most of the time I'm a string over candy Maybe guy. Maybe we're finally getting some stronger fibers. We I need, think you're just buying the wrong candy is my guess. I'm thinking we need to have a better ratio of candy quality to string quality in order for me to be fully invested in a movie. And our string just continues to be bad while our candy continues to get better. I think it's foolish to buy a candy necklace hoping the string is tasty. Good, because we're talking about <laughs> movies and <laughs> the action is great and the plot really sucks a whole lot. And for that reason... Very easy. Forget it for me. Yeah. Uh, to quote Randy Jackson, that's a no from me, dog. Like I'm very right. in. On we this, can disagree, but like no, what you like. No, I want to disagree with you because art you, is you subjective. Dis- you disgust me. <laughs> so um, now we've come to the part of our show. Sure. Where we like to give shout outs. We do. And uh, basically what happens is we say your name. This week we have one very special shout out. Ah, yes. And he goes to longtime friend of the show, Steve Castaneda. Steve. Steve, thanks for listening. Thanks for messaging us on Instagram. You rule. And as always, we have a standing shout uh, for our good friend, Jesse Awuji, friend of the show. Um, Jesse's our first sponsor. Uh, everything that we do, we do for Jesse and because of Jesse. <laughs> and I do think now's a good time to point out we haven't all sat at a table together since Jesse Awuji did this incredible thing. Which is also true, by no, the way. This is a real thing. This is this is not a joke. Jesse Awuji, um, about two weeks ago, rescued a family of four from a burning car. This is unbelievable. He saw their car on fire on the side of the road, stopped, pulled all four people out. That is nuts. That is better than this franchise. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> I think. While he did it, he was listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Uh, and I'm so sure he was. Think so. so if you listen to our podcast, you too have the power to be a real hero. Mm, wow. And that's why we do this, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's why we record this show. That's true. If you'd like a shout out from us here on the show, all you have to do is mention us on social media, tag us in anything, hashtag official chunky, talk to us, look at us. All you have to do is anything. Yeah, all you have to do is pretty much anything that lets us know you are even familiar with this show. And what's even better than that, Mm. we've already said like the best thing you can do, we lied, that's okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. But what's even better than that is if you can actually go rate and review. Yes. Wherever you get your podcasts, go throw a rating up there, okay? Be a hero. Ah, just be, like, be like Jesse. Be, be like, like Jesse. You know be what, guys? Jesse. Just 
Be like Jesse. What would Jesse do? Hmm. We don't know yet because he hasn't rated yet. But go rate. Maybe he has. (gasps) And go review. Give us a little shout out. Please do. Next Tuesday, July 24th, in lieu of our regularly scheduled episode, because of some uh, crazy summertime vacation mishaps, we're actually not going to put out a Fast and Furious episode next week. Instead, we are going to put out a very special announcement episode. It's more special than you think. It is. This episode is going to announce something that we are very excited about and have been talking about for a long time. Yes. We will be announcing what our next series of movies is following Fast and Furious. And get this. It's actually two movie series simultaneously. At the same time. I think some of you listening, and I hope you know I'm talking to you, are going to be very, very, very happy. I think most. I think all. Yeah, I hope a lot of people like it, actually. It'd be great if everybody liked it, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. If you don't mind, just like what we do. Yeah, Next. that'd be awesome. And, and also rate it. Yeah, review. Yep. So uh, on our way out, I would like for us each to name our own personal Fast Five of characters that have never been in this franchise. Oh, mm. cool. I will go first. Go. My first and easiest choice will be the guy that plays the main character in the movie Rocket Man. Um, yeah. He flew to the moon and you got to go pretty quick to get there. Okay. And by moon, I mean Mars. Got it. So I'm going to go with him. Number two, it's easy. Can't believe I even have to bring this up. Uh, just a cheetah. Three, it's going to be Lightning McQueen for me. Uh, that's an easy choice. Mm-hmm. And I had to steal it from Doge. Yeah. Uh, number four is just Baby Driver. Um, right. just the character baby driver. And then five, weirdly enough, it's just going to be Ansel Elgort, the guy that played okay, baby driver. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, nice. My fast five. And, and this is only much like the writers of fast and furious. I'm just going to say the first thing that came to my head yeah, and it's weird. It. Not going to be we might, counseling might break this down. I'm going to have the lost lonely boys, okay. which is actually three people. Okay. So you got, your and you got two left and the two that are heavier. I'm cloning them four and five. Okay. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, so we got to go. We're going to start with Dumbo, obviously. Uh, and then just four Lightning McQueens. Uh, there's a red one, a yellow one, a blue one, and a green, green one. Green one, yeah. Yeah. So Dumbo and the Dumbo and the McQueens. <laughs> this, love that. This is the moment where I wish that we could play Heaven by Los Lonely Boys <laughs> on the way out of this episode. <laughs> You know what, though? Maybe that's why it was in my head. Sometimes when I'm watching this movie, I'm saying, save me from this prison, Lord. Help me get away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for two chunks and a hunk, I'm Kevin Coronas. I'm Joe Coronas. And I'm Michael Coronas. We're the Coronas brothers. I have a Coronas heaven. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.